tonight on Sidetrack, presented by Pedal to Metal. We survey the situation at Cloverdale, preview a future episode about mini rod technology, and then get a mid-season update from the president of the National Antique Tractor Pulling Association, Mr. Bob DeBerg. One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios, Sidetracked with Armstead and Poosh. Brought to you by the Second Baptist Barn Grill, your exorcism specialist. And we're back, yet another episode of Sidetrack as we start off the 2017 year. My name's Armstead. My name is Poosh. My name is Meyer. Holy cow, we got all three of us in here at one time again. And so it goes. Yep. 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 Could be one of them shows. Off season. Uh... Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I give you your moron. Which one of us is that today? No idea. <laughs> Just seemed fitting. Sometimes Most I need times. a diaper for my face. I mean a bib because I drool. What the hell are you talking about? Like you anyone can even again. know that. <laughs> you missed the drop again, Nick. Well, you just did the drop. Yeah, but you could I can do the entire it. show with nothing but drops. Right. <laughs> like, which drop would you start out with? He's slow. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> okay, the second drop. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> okay, we're done. See you later. <laughs> nice short show. <laughs> oh. Cut off all the stupidity in the middle. Welcome to Sidetrack. Good evening. <laughs> Have a nice night. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Glad you enjoyed the show. We will talk to you again next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> It's going to be a long night. No, it better <laughs> no, not it could be. be a really short night if you <laughs> really just quick. hit the damn ball while uh, <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> Audition could choose to do an update right now and kill the whole thing like it happened a few weeks ago. Right? Let's not do that again. No. No. Poor Meyer had a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. It was bad for his blood pressure. I, I managed to not shoot anyone, so that was good. That's You know what? I was really... Hey, hey, let's, like, turn off our notifications, you know? Like, which, totally. Which one of you little buggers is responsible for that? I believe uh, it was phone. Cell, cell phone, yeah. I think it was that one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> They're all interlinked anyway. Yeah. Anyways. So, this informative show on tractor pulling that I've heard about. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So new news. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. Good evening. <laughs> Cloverdale this weekend. That's all we got right now. No Cloverdale coming up uh, this weekend, of course. And what year three for 
the NTPA uh, indoor pool down at the, what is it, CBRC Ranch. Yep. Um, so looking forward to that, as always. I know I do believe Drob is going to be going down, so he will yeah. be probably on next week filling us in on all the important details of what went on down there. Um, of course, NATPA polling is still going to be going on. Uh, next stop on the tour, I do believe, will be out in the home of John Deere Tractors, Waterloo, Iowa. Uh, Allison and Jody Barber's poll out there. So, Actually, No, there's one before, Lebanon, Missouri. Oh, Lebanon. I, f- I th- forgot about 23rd. Lebanon. Yep, then Waterloo. I should have gone to Lebanon. Nope, I'm good. Yeah, you need a passport to go there. I wouldn't do it. Uh, no, I don't need a passport. I need a hot farm. In Lebanon, they have hot farms? Where, where, what, what state are they in? Missouri. Oh, that Lebanon. <laughs> oh. oh. No, Lebanon, Wrong Tennessee, le- you know, where all the knockoff coins are made that are actual genuine U.S. Mint. Wait, what? You've never heard the commercials on late night TV? No. What the hell have you been I, doing? It's not the Lebanon life? I meant either. Clear. Wait, no. It was Yeah, he was Lebanese. Yeah. I'm not going to Toledo. <laughs> Be an improvement. I hear Beirut's nice this time. Of <laughs> oh, so and the TPA action continuing on. Actually, we got Mr. Bob Berg coming on uh, tonight to talk with us later on in the program. Gordyville is in the books. I know we tried to do it last week, but no, I did not catch the Gordyville flu. I almost wish it was the Gordyville flu because I know how to cure that one. No, I caught the stomach bug that's been inflicting everybody, it seems, so we weren't able to do a show. But another great, successful poll done by the What Smoking Productions crew. Uh, Clint Tucker and all the gang down there did an amazing job. Did have a few hiccups throughout the sessions, uh, mainly involving the pro stock tractors. Uh, Smoke Tube does not like 3,000 horsepower single charger tractors. I don't get it. Can't imagine why. Remember when we were, you know, you used to talk about pro stocks being 1,500 horse? That was a long time. <laughs> now we're talking about 3,000 horse, which is where, let's face it, that was super stock. Yeah. Super stocks are north of five now. Mm, power. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, real quick, I, I feel the need to interject. You've got news? Not, not news so much as just a um, housekeeping item. Yeah, if you keep punctuating your sentences with double A battery, he's going to punctuate your head with a baton. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, actually, just um, with uh, Charles having a doctor's appointment and then you turning into a pansy, I just thought you both deserved Is this, this true? this week. Yes, it's true. This man has no <laughs> Wow. I won't go into describing what I had going on, but I mean, if that's a pansy, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Says the guy who has a five-second walk home every night. Whatever. (laughs) Have you had to miss a show? (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't exactly say I've been missing it. (laughs) Not like anybody listens anyways and noticed we weren't on here last week. There's that. But no, Gordyville, another great event. Uh, some great light limited action going on. Kind of a split crew this year. Uh, as we hinted before, our preview show with uh, Miss Katie Johnson on with us. Uh, 
split crew. We had uh, what's her names, uh, goofball and uh, Mormon out in uh, down in Kentucky, uh, the horse park in Lexington. Um, that would be Kenny, Eric, the Godfather, and uh, Uncle Zeke. Yeah, Uncle. No, Uncle Zeke's in jail. Remember? Oh, again? Yeah, it wasn't pretty this time. Brownies. Took four taser hits to bring him down this time. I told you he'd build up an immunity to it. Well, you know, when it's what you do in your free time for entertainment. True. But, uh, so Katie and I held down the fort out in Gordyville. I made sure I took part in supporting the local Anheuser-Busch distributor. And the main news coming out of Gordyville is, yes, the beer was cold and delicious this year. Well, the cold part's entirely believable. Just leave it outside. Yeah, yeah, I did that with the beers that we took on the way down, and they froze. <laughs> mm-hmm. We left Port Huron. It was 15 degrees. We get down to Gordyville. It was 15 freaking degrees. That's normal. Yep. No, because the first year we went down... No, sec was the first... Yeah, first year we went down, there was actually fairly comfortable out. I don't remember. Or was that last year? Last year was like... One of the years we went down was like 50, 60 out. Something like that. Hey, do you see anything with the uh, explosive growth of the mini rods yet again for next year? Oh, who was it I saw with a new... Oh, um, why am I drawing a blank? Um, right from Langford, New York. Jo- Joe Edder's got Joe one Edder's now. Joe Edder's got one now. Yeah. The mini Geico. The mini Geico. And there was... We so, kinda... wait, hold on. Would that be uh, Geico's 42 and a half? Could be. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he he built that one or not. Uh, he, he seems to do the wedge frame stuff. And that's something in a future show I'd like to get somebody in with the minis to talk about is the chassis. Uh, why why does it seem like just about every top flight mini is a tube frame? No one's using wedge frames in minis, and why? Yeah, you haven't seen the wedge frames out there in many years. I mean, yeah. um, last person I can think of is Red Fox off the top of my head that had the wedge frame. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I want to say one of Webb's two is, but they're kind of a region two. Not taking anything away from them, but they're, they're kind of a region two yeah. GN guy. But so, so let's pretend for a minute somebody didn't know what the hell you guys are talking about. What's the difference between those two? Well, tube frame is basically you're going to take, you know, tube, cr- you know, chromoly steel and Simple weld it together yep. and make it like a sand rail, you know? Yep. Uh, wedge frame is literally you're going to take a piece of channel steel shaped like a wedge, and that's the entire structural member. With going with the wedge shape, they could keep it lighter, but there's a toss-up. Which one is actually lighter but still transfers the most, tor- most torque? Because you want that chassis to work for you. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys, especially in the mod class, where you're putting out 10,000 horsepower, gobs of torque, they'll actually, when they build the frame, jack up the one side opposite the rotation of the motors so that way... It's just set the, a little bit. When the, so flame, when, that, when the frame flexes, it's even. Yeah. It even. The preload, that was preload the, it. Preload it. And actually, that was an old school. Actually, we're seeing guys kind of, it's gone both ways now. They've gone away from the preload. They're letting the motors just twist the chassis. Um, actually, one who was really good for that was Terry Jostock's last chassis. Really, it went to work. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of guys put the preload in them. But the wedge frame, uh, banners were famous for their wedge frames. Mm-hmm. Banner Brothers. Way back. And then you still see, you know, the, the torch has been passed, so to speak, from the banters to Joe Edder and, and uh, Brad Corporal. 
and they're the guys making the wedge frames, and you see a lot of them out there. Minis, it used to be that the wedge was the thing. You remember back to the 80s, yeah. Stan and Johnny and Mello came out of California with Wildfly and Superfly, and the front of that thing would cock up you know, 30, 40 degrees going down the track, and it seems like minis today are extremely rigid, much more so than, than before. Yeah, I don't know if they're just getting more cross members in there and what, but you know that that's one thing I'd really like to find is what find out what is the weight difference between a wedge and a tube chassis. You know, I've always been a fan of the tube chassis. To me, it's a little more modern design. I know that goes counterintuitive to what my feelings are on the egg chassis classes, but uh, I always thought the chromoly was where it's at. But it's hard to argue with what banners didn't you know for so many years utilize the wedge they never had a tube chassis no it was always a wedge chassis and there's a lot of guys still out there competing with it but you know i look at a tube chassis and i think sand rail light you know that that's my thought on it you know yeah, it'd be an interesting conversation to have. Um, in addition to, to Joe Edder coming out with a new one, there was some speculation toward the tail end of the season when Hathaways were having their fire sale on the honking donkeys, one going to California and, and Jim Shandorf here in Michigan getting the other one, whether or not they'd be back. I said, yeah, they're, just, they're trying something new, that's why. And pictures surfaced this week, too, uh, from Jason Hathaway of a new mini in the shop, about 65 70% complete. So they will be back. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't going to step away with where they were no. at with the their program. You know, you, you just can't walk away. But, you know, going to a new uh, chassis and that, not surprising, you know. No. Wow, Meyer actually got us some material to work with. Good job, attaboy. You get a cookie today. As long as it's not one of Uncle Zeke's cookies. <sighs> Last time we did that, we had to delete an entire show. Mainly because it was three hours of dead silence as we had cartoons playing in the background while we ate cereal. <laughs> mm, cookie, yum, 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 yum. Anyways. One. <laughs> one felony. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Two. Two felonies. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. But uh, that's it for real news. Um, there is some news that's going to be coming out on uh, the sidetrack page in the coming weeks. But we are not going to uh, let it out yet because there's still some stuff got to go on, but some pretty pretty major news. And uh, I think I know I'm excited. I think Charles mm. might be. As excited as I get. Easy, Tanya ain't here right now. Wow. <laughs> that just took a left turn. Oh, we're NASCAR. <laughs> another left turn anyways oh yeah we got obituaries none this week again so thank god everybody stayed alive uh it's always a good thing i really don't know if that's an appropriate drop the obituaries for there being none i feel it is good job not dying <laughs> Oh, gosh. So birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. Uh, a couple of them we got to catch in retro, though, because, well, we didn't get to them last week, of course. But uh, I'll lead it off this week. week and I know I'm going to slaughter Sam's last name, so I'm sorry. Petinato, if I remember right. Happy birthday to him. Mark Krebs. Uh, Jeff Rathel. Mark Smith. You can say that next one that was for today. Wednesday, of course. Nick Capozo, P. 
Pam Hawley, Adam Halsley. There's a lot of people this week. Uh, we'll we'll highlight that guy in a minute. Uh, John Zemeck. I should have done this before this. <laughs> Terry Marsh, Todd Humpert, and that's all I got for this week. All right, I'll throw some more on for birthdays for this week. Ron Brokaw uh, has his birthday. Uh, happy birthday to future father-in-law Gary Kane. Um, you got him. Uh, Chad Mayhill from CM Pulling Tires. Rod Cochran, happy birthday to him. Sam Stoner, Willem Veldhuizen. Mike Kastner has a birthday this week. Lisa Coglin is well. That she's next week. Never mind. So I was that's gonna it. Say, she's no, next. Mama week. Lisa. Ain't yet. Oh, Kyle. Kyle Foose. We could throw him in. He's next Wednesday. Did you see this one? Yeah, there is that one guy. <sighs> Too late. His show's off the air for the night. Yeah. The you know what that means? Is oh, next we week we got to hack the show. Yeah, we could have hijacked him. Happy birthday to the resident redneck of the Pulling Radio Network and our uh, cubicle neighbor. The basement offices. Yes. Um, happy birthday, Dave Foltz. 38 years old. God, Dave, you're, you look, you know, you don't look a day under 67. <laughs> it's not saying very much for me then. No. Rogaine's really helped you. <laughs> yes. yes. Just try a little Just for Men's in the beard, you know, it might help. Yeah, just shave it off. It's cheaper. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Have you priced razor blades lately? Yeah, I, yeah. Them things—they are insane. They, they are. They That's have insane. driven the beard trend for men. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, then you're doing it wrong. Oh, you, do tell. You you live with a woman, right? Yeah. She buys them, right? No, she uses mine. Hence why uh, I have a beard now. Exactly. You're doing, you're doing it wrong. I just use hers. <laughs> I'm taking this. Yeah, but if they don't... I don't understand why I need a new razor plate every week. I, uh, I don't know. Hey, hey, look, a squirrel. <laughs> Must have some pretty tough leg hair. <laughs> you might want to try some nair or something there, Tanya. It might help out, you know. <laughs> I always wanted to buy a laser. <laughs> With that, we're going to take a break. This is Sidetracked on Pulling Radio Network. Life Media Tech is your one-stop shop for multimedia, photography, videography, live event productions, and web systems and infrastructure design and maintenance. Life Media can handle it all. Drew and I trust Life Media to use years of experience to bring Sidetrack to you each and every week. Isn't it a time that you did the same? Serving Metro Detroit and the Blue Water area, contact Life Media directly at 810-689-4151. That's Life Media, 810-689-4151. And we're back on Sidetracked on the Pulling Radio Network. And joining us now is the president of the National Antique Tractor Pulling Association. Hold, hold on, hold on. You realize this is our longest reoccurring guest now? It is. Most reoccurring guest? It is. I guess, what, three, four times now? Welcome back, Bob DeBerg, and uh, checks in the mail. Oh, I thought we, I thought we had. How are you? <laughs> Here, I thought we had Edson Lane on. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, Bob, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Good. Now, who's this again? <laughs> Hello, this is Peggy. <laughs> Let's check in the mail, all right? I, I, I am calling about your extended auto warranty. <laughs> 
Hello, my name is Steve. <laughs> Bullshit, it ain't Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My name is Abdul Zakir. You can call me Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so NAGPA action. You guys are, what, roughly halfway through your season. How's everything gone so far for uh, the National Antique Tractor Pulling Association? Uh, actually, pretty good, guys. Our numbers are down a little bit, but I'm when I say a little bit, I'm talking like 10 hooks, 5 to 10 hooks of event. Uh, yeah, we got to your two pulls at uh, Michigan in October. Then we had Springfield, Missouri, Wauseon, and Lebanon was January 7th. Now we get coming up Waterloo, Iowa uh, on February 10th, 11th. Princeton, Indiana, February 25th. And then Lincoln is March 23rd. Good schedule. No, I, well, go ahead. No, as you say, it's you're kind of kind of the halfway point, really. Yeah. In terms of hooks. Yeah, it's almost exactly halfway. Yep. So where do we got our uh, point championship hook championship hook for this season? Uh, the championship poll will be at uh, Lebanon, Missouri, uh, April seventh, and then we'll have the championship April eighth. So back to and Lebanon then, again. So. Yeah. Uh, that night, Lebanon, Missouri, that night, that Friday night, we'll have the uh, board meeting and stuff for rule changes and such. So, oh, you segued right into it. Look at you. You must have a knack for this stuff. I'm Oh, I'm yes, I away. do. So, segue like right... I butt chewed out, so I'm used to it. Eh, well, you still could use a little more chewing. There's a little... We're not going to go there. Never mind. But no, uh, <laughs> don't, don't mention things about my fetish, so we'll move on. <laughs> So, rule changes up for this year. What classes are we looking at? Divisions, actually, for you guys. Yeah, uh, Division One and Two right now. We're looking at seeing what we can do to improve it and try to keep it. So, the high-speed classes, the real, real thrill-seekers, you know, high RPM, high horsepower, lots of wheel speed. Make a peanut butter sandwich, you bet. That's up. <laughs> <laughs> So what are we looking at for rules? Try to drum up numbers. We know Division One's been suffering for a long time. Just it's so much, you know. You can step up Division Two or Two T so much readily, you know. Especially Division Two, there's not much of a difference. Division Two T, now you're getting into some motor work. But uh, what are you guys right. looking at doing to revive uh, Division One? Well, we're, we're thinking about with Division One, maybe uh, actually getting rid of the the suitcase weights and all that, and you can't have. The, Da, 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 da. Go ahead and let them run like Division Two rules. Let them run a weight bracket, put actual weights on the tractor if they want to. That's probably the biggest thing we're looking at is try to open it up a little bit. Uh, maybe allow Division One and Two, maybe Heisler products like Heisler heads and manifolds for John Deere's and internationals. See if that would help a little bit. Um, maybe even Division One lower the prices, the entry fees for the first members for the first year to get some interest, to get them going, get started. Because as we know, it's always a financial deal getting tracker poles. So maybe we lower lower that just a little bit. Maybe that would be an incentive also. You, That's I, not a you, bad idea. I like that. I, lo I love that idea, and I just can't believe we're not getting bigger numbers with the high purse money we have at every event. You know, right up there with NATPA regional national hooks. You know, you think you oh, get I bigger numbers. You. You pay 30 35 bucks a hook, and if you win, you get $7 back. Yes, it's hard to explain when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be the easier thing to explain, depending on which event you go to. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, I understand you might come in the Waterloo. 
Yeah, actually, uh, Allison Barber got a hold of me uh, Sunday after I got back from uh, Gordyville and uh, asked that I'd come out and announce out there. And I heard, um, I'm actually uh, second choice. I heard you turned them down. Oh yeah, they didn't. They didn't like the idea of me with hand puppets again this year. We had a little problem <laughs> with that. So. <laughs> What was the old Pop and Roy or whatever it was? Uh, yeah. No, more likely, I'll probably be up there, too, helping you out, announcing stuff and helping the classes. So. Well, we'll have to make sure we got some uh, light beer for you so that way we can do the sidetrack style. You know, if you're going to work I'll with a sidetrack member. You'll you have your Budweiser. We'll be in good shape. He even knows my brand. How sweet. <laughs> my co-announcer this evening is Bob DeBerg on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about where the stick's at. I kill you! We're doing exactly. Jose Jalapeno and he does Ahmed. Well, whatever. Same. Close enough. Close, good enough. So, so uh, we should... We should got a hand up your ass, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, Charles, we should debut our rules. Um, our proposals. Our proposals to uh, revive Division 1 and 2. Uh, before we I'm get to that, here. I'm really... My first actual serious opinion on it is honestly, almost Division Two almost needs to go away a little bit, and uh, you can almost merge Division One and Two, um, make Division Two rules Division One, and just go Division Two T, you know, as just Division Two is my thoughts on that. You know, kind of simplify things, get back down to a five class, five division roster, but whatever. Charles, you've got some amazing set of rules for what and you were divi- for Division One. I. I can't yeah, wait. This is this is my proposal for Division One. Okay, we're we're gonna stick with the no cut tires. Uh, it's got to be steel wheels, um, no weight brackets. I want to keep those off the thing. But after that, here's where things things are the changes are gonna be coming really really hard and fast. Ten uh, percent over RPMs, unlimited cubic inch, open intake, open exhaust. We're gonna call it Division Five minus. <laughs> Sounds good. And my, I, I had the thought on Division Two. What we need to do is, I love the Division Five Plus class. We're going to do the same thing, but we're going to give them fifty percent over on RPM. But we have a two and a half mile an hour speed limit, and you're limited to twenty twelve four twenty four tires. So no cuts either. So it really should uh, make harnessing that horsepower to the ground really, really interesting. I did that once just to be a, you know what, I, a, a B. John Deere creeper low, but 14928s on it and creeper low, and I took it to a pull and did that once. And, just and to it's pr- the, just to prove a point, and uh, yeah. It's still going down the track? <laughs> it, it, it was 10 years ago, and it's still going. <laughs> it's right now. It's pretty sad you got to fuel the tractor as you're going down the track just to keep it running. <laughs> and but. you can still do it, exactly. And you can paint it while you're going down. The <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to worry about bugs hitting the tractor in any way, shape, or form. It actually has been brought up, and some guys kind of cringe when we say that, but just like you say, put one and two together, being the rules are pretty damn close. The only difference is Division One is like a 16-16 draw bar, where Division Two is an 18-18, and Division Two you grind 10% in the weight bracket. That's the difference. Well, I mean, the weight bracket, fine, whatever. Give them weight bracket. 10% on RPMs. I know very few farmers who kept their tractors at stock RPM anyways. 
I mean, that's why right. most people don't go, oh, this is a stock tractor, this is a farm stock tractor. You know, it's, they always turn it up a little bit because, well, she just couldn't quite handle the silage blow around the 90-foot silo. But when we gave her two screw, two turns of the screw, man, she could blow the top right off that silo. Jim, where's the screw? I put it in my pocket. It's not just power <laughs> smoke like hell. But... And, and, you know, originally we started with this Division One and Two. The whole purpose was for Division One is the guys get started. They got their, they restored their grandpa's tractor. They use it for parades. They can take it to the local thrashing show to show it off. It's wonderful. But I think everybody's gotten to the point, if you're going to travel long distances, go tractor pulling, it's just like target practice. You're going to bring your 22 or you're going to bring the 45. You know, whatever's the biggest bang for the buck, that's probably what you're going to bring to the pull. Right. And uh, anymore, they always, well, it ain't a pulling tractor. Well, if you've pulled it three, four times and driven six, 700 miles one way and back each way, it's a tractor puller, guys. I hate to tell you that, but you're, you're an actual, you're tractor pulling. Yep. No, that's a fact. Oh, our, uh, I, mean, I, I, I wish we actually could have a stock class. I think that would be wonderful. Have a stock M, a stock 88 Oliver, a stock G. They all pull, you know, that we, we all know there's no such thing. Right. Because I had that guy bring that up. He says, well, what if you just let M and W parts in? I says, okay, you take an old M. I says, you put an M and W crank, piston, the LP head. <laughs> you know, is that a stock M anymore? No, that's a pretty healthy M. Same point. You go to a John Deere. You go right to TSC. Put a power block in it. You know? Yeah, but that's legal because it's John Deere. That's okay though. Oh, that's right. You're just not allowed the 5.9 Cummins. Well, that's another discussion. <laughs> oh, we've just received. Depends on what email you're running. We've just had, <laughs> we've just had an update from our correspondent to the program about your Creeper Gear B. Uh, the update is that when the pull started, it was an unstyled. <laughs> it is now a styled tractor. <laughs> <laughs> got a power shift by the time it gets 300 feet. <laughs> and apparently the one tire is losing air due to dry rot. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's trying to plant flowers in it. It's <laughs> <laughs> hell getting that window no, I, box coming off the I, I flywheel. Really have the answer for Division 1 and 2. I would absolutely like to save it because, again, it's it's the opportunity to the guys that don't think they can afford to pull on a national circuit. This is an opportunity for them to get involved with. But like I say, we just I, there's the guys that usually have the stock tractors usually aren't going to travel the distance or go to that extra whatever to go tractor pulling. I guess they're going to go their ten miles down the road and drive it back home again. Which I there's nothing wrong with that, but I just try to get them involved with us. So I don't know how we're going to do that. Well, I, th- I think that goes toward the, the reduced entry fee. It, hopefully, it'll, it'll spark some of that local interest to, hey, come on, I'll right. try this and see what it's like and, and hopefully get the get the bug set in somebody or get them infected, you know? And, you know, the biggest thing out there with rules nowadays is it's the if we build it, they will come mentality. Well, I'm sorry, right. it doesn't always work that way. Very rarely does it actually work that way. No. You know, you, you got to try to do what you can, but, I mean, you're not going to change a rule because so-and-so down the road 30 miles has 14 tractors he'll bring out if you do this rule change. Sorry, it won't happen. He might show up for one event, and you're looking at a whole season. This isn't a brush pull. This is an actual pulling organization. Well, and if, yeah, in the new NACPA magazine, I kind of explained that. I mean, nothing against guys like that, but we're not going to change our rules just because you refuse to put wheelie bars on your tractor. You know, you do that once, well, guess, well, how come you let Jim do it? How come I can't do it? It's like, okay, well, then all of a sudden you got 30 tractors and no wheelie bar. 
Yeah, it's kind of a non-negotiable. It doesn't take that damn long to put a set of wheelie bars on the tractor, and once you get that pulling, take them off. Boy, that was tough. You know. It's a lot of work. You're not going to ruin the value on a $400 tractor. I'm sorry. But it, my, my great-grandfather bought it new. Yeah, well, your grandmother paid for it in the back seat of a car, too. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Forrest Gump right now. Boy. Man, that's See, that's where that expression came from with John Deere. I mean, that really got back. out of hand. <laughs> oh, Lord. Gives a whole new meaning to the term Poppin' Johnny. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your grandmother was a wonderful woman. <laughs> Everybody knew her. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> I didn't tell you the story about her and her wooden eye, have I, son? Well, that's another day we'll tell you. Oh, come on. We're not. It's after 9 o'clock. All the kids are in bed. <laughs> no, like you say, I, I. it's almost like when we did this routine with Division 5. It gets to the point. It's like, what can we do here? Yeah, that's a whole different topic that we can do here in about 20 seconds is that. You know what? We're, we've always said we're a show we're not going to pull punches. Is there any hope for Division 5 Plus? Well, you know, at the board meeting, people can bring stuff up. That's all I'm going to say on that. No, well, I, yeah, we're not going to put you on the spot as no, far as a personal opinion. But if it's out there. Members, we get done and stuff, and they somebody brings up, hey, whatever happened with 5 Plus? Could we discuss that or talk about it again? I'm open to listen to it again. Because I went and bought an F-20 and have three red diamonds I'm going to strap in it, you know, with a cross box from uh, SCS. I figure that should definitely be perfectly legal for uh, an F-20 because Grandpa went to the dealership. And they put a red diamond in at one point, and I, I, th- I think that should totally be legal. Um, Andrew, are you sitting down? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you get bored. Measure the block in an F-20, then measure a block in an F. That's all I'm going to say. Well, Grandpa did it, though. <laughs> well, hell yes. Before they put him in the nursing home, that's he did that quite a bit. <laughs> he was still fighting the Nazis, but hey, that's another issue. <laughs> he said he always wanted a John Deere, but Grandma wouldn't let him get one. <laughs> Years ago, we went to a place, a guy had an F-30, narrow tread, of course. With a great big Lincoln Continental motor in it, and the guy wouldn't sell it. He was 400 years old, and he says, "Nope, I got to keep that because I use that for plowing." Well, needless to say, the grass is up to the axles, and yeah, bird nested the wherever, and trees growing through it. And I don't think old Earls used that for quite some time. <laughs> Actually, the only last we, last we heard, a junker went through and cut her up for scrap. Actually, one of the the only F series we've ever had on the farm. My dad went and bought a. F12, F14, F20 combination and uh, had a Chrysler flathead six-cylinder in it. And I damn near had the thing going and then my brother decided to go out with a wrench and pull the spark plugs and I didn't realize it. And it set seized again. <laughs> oh. And this time I had to drive used, the pistons out. I used to work with a guy in the 60s. They had an F12 with two, three, 12 Fords in it. Really? And they tractor pulled with it. Well, yeah, it was modified. Oh, my God. 
OSHA approved. They think we're worried about safety rules. Can you imagine that thing? <laughs> you mean the drop gear housings aren't quite rated for, let's see, 312 Fords, 182 horsepower? <laughs> well, I remember years ago on the pull-off uh, .com, they had a guy had a 70 Oliver with a full tilt long block 427 with a blower on it. It's like, how is that even possible? It you is. the axles on a 70 Oliver? Actually, I did, but that was on a certain former um, high-ranking board member of the NATPA's tractor at Mason last year. Huh. Who's that guy? Brad Bagman. <laughs> did I say that I You guys are breaking up again. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> like he listens to our show. Yeah, I don't think so. He's kind of anti-social media. Probably social. I think he had an extra word in there you didn't need. Oh, the media part? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, how was Gordyville? Drunk. Well, that's not good. That was amazing. My girlfriend down there, she remembered me again. I got to tell everybody. Since we've started going down there, there's a girl who normally works on the west side of the track. Every year she remembers me because they always have Bud Light and Bush Light, you know, already poured, waiting for everybody. But they never have Budweiser ready to go. So they've always got to pour me my own special beer. This girl has remembered me all three years. The moment I walk up, she is literally walking to the table with a beer and setting it down. I'm going, I'm going to marry this girl. Well, this year she went from the east side beer tent to the west side beer tent which is where i spent most of my time anyway so worked out quite well i'm glad i'm warming now <laughs> that happened to me last time your wife came up to me but she had me a thing for child support so but that's a, we'll talk about that after the <laughs> i wonder where you two disappeared to at shiawassee um <laughs> Hey, my God, if it wasn't for me, I'm trying to keep your marriage together, my God. I'm trying to keep her <laughs> Well, I appreciate Trilla, the $20 I'm, you left on the nightstand and chip in on the Edison bill. Trill isn't getting too fat to get through the window anymore. i got to use the front door, so. He left money for the light bill? You mean you guys had the lights on? <laughs> well, she had to find it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where this show just... Anyways, I'm glad my wife never... I don't care if she listens to the show or not. She's just going to shake her head and walk away like she always does. Yeah, I can, I can. No, I've, I've met your wife. She is a sweetheart. Connie, too. They're wonderful people. They'd have to be to put up with you guys. So. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. Yeah, you got to meet her this that's year on the Shiawassee, our new, uh, new uh, registration girls. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Where's we the hired. Next poll? Uh, next year. For this year, in October, probably like move it up a little better. <laughs> well, if you brought the championship back out east here this year, I mean, if you can work something out quick, I'm sure we could uh, make an arrangement. I mean, it might just cost you an announcing job for a certain couple guys. Well, speaking of that, so that's what we're planning on doing. See, we're having a Lebanon, so more likely it's going to go your way again the year after that. So. And we are going to try to have probably the 25th anniversary up in Mason for uh Gerald's made it real clear he wants to put on a special poll that day up there. So, 
Yeah, nice. I've heard, uh, I know uh, Jared Badoon's talked to me a lot about that and uh, ideas of what they can do to help uh, help promote it. And I'll tell you what, we've had a great working relationship with uh, M- Michigan Tractor Pullers and between uh, the Great Lakes Classic and us doing the uh, Fall Harvest Fest pull out there for them. And yeah, Jared is uh, sounds like he's really excited to do a very special event for the 25th coming up. It's hard to believe a pull club has is uh, younger than me, involving tractors that are three times my age. <laughs> Sounds like me on prom night. <laughs> <laughs> Next year I'm going to graduate. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Never know it was a call girl from the next town over, but you know, right. Betsy still was a great fun. Oh yeah, the football team loved her. <laughs> Brought him cookies down to the locker room after every game. Yeah, well she was a, brought a whole new name to pigskin. <laughs> By the way, that analgesic, that's the burn when you put the wrong place. Thank God the showers are right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Explains why a lot of those plays anyway, in that yeah, game were called out with the first word being blue. Anniversary, yeah, we plan to have it up there with you guys. and I might have to have a talk with them and say, for God's sakes, don't make the track so good this time. Oh, that was a mean track again this fall and really oh, held consistent all day long. And the weather was perfect this year. Oh, wait. Yep. Um, Mason, you weren't there. Yeah, I was. I never saw you. Really? Yeah, I was there. I don't remember seeing you. Well, you didn't see your wife either. Maybe. Well, there. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't at that poll. Not at Mason. Yeah, right. She was well, at Shiawassee. Oh, I get it. You took her shopping. <laughs> I took her shopping. <laughs> Buy a new pair of blue jeans. <laughs> It's probably the ones that got destroyed down at PRI, but that's another story for another day. Yeah, I hear you're pretty tough on them. You're real good with animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, is this one nice of the guys we sent a check to? <laughs> oh, don't cash it again this week, Bob, by the way. Um, checks oh, are going to okay. bounce pretty high. If you want, we can get it framed for you, and you can give it to your grandkids for uh, a trampoline. Sweet. <laughs> They use my underwear for that now, so why not? <laughs> well, Grandpa, these don't smell funny and have a pretty brown stain on them. Well, when you're done, you can teach them about money laundering then. <laughs> <laughs> Just exactly. Boom, boom, Wow. Yeah. It's what, what do you do for a living, in Charles? Uh, I don't know. Enough <laughs> tractor pulling. Yeah, that that one. That's it. Oh. What else is doing in God's country up there? No, well, there's no snow. Yeah, we got rid of that crap. A little yeah, ice, well, we ice is all ice gone. Lots of rain here. Same, same. We get plenty of ice, and yeah, I, I spent a couple of days getting to work by looking out the sides of the car more than the front. You know they have we a defrost calls around here. People are complaining. How come your car's parked in my my driveway? Um, I didn't park my car in the driveway. It literally slid from their lot into theirs. There's that much ice. Yeah. You live way entirely too close to your neighbors. Well, yeah. You know, when you live in a compound like we do, you kind of have that problem. I forgot how overly populated it is out in Iowa now. Oh, yeah. 
We're up to 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 30 in the town dog. That's what we got. <laughs> What's her name again? Or are you talking actual well, dog? I mean. Yeah, I should refer to her as a dog, I guess. That's what I mean. <laughs> Well, at least she quit referring to her as a bicycle. Yeah, that's like kind of why we call her that. She's like, chef, she can either take it or leave it. <laughs> so that's all I think I got for you, Bob. What questions you got for us today? I mean, come on, you got to have something for the sidetracker to nail us, make us spit and sputter. No, it's, are you guys, uh, how is the growth with antique and classic tractor pulling in Michigan, you would say right now? I'd say it's kind of sick. Yeah. There's yeah. a couple good groups, uh, Heritage Farm Pullers down um, down the southern part of the state. Um, Michigan Tractor Pullers, of course, are still fairly strong out here, of course. There's, Neath Hammer and them have kept that going very well. The southern um, southern part of the state and then a then couple pockets in West Michigan where, yeah. it's, where things uh, are healthy. Foxfire, uh, up in Ithaca, where they start doing the dead weights. Yeah. And... Uh, Saginaw Valley two-cylinder. Clintonia. Uh, yeah, some of the groups on the west side are actually actually doing doing fairly well on their own. I wouldn't say that they're growing, but they're healthy and in existence. Antique pulling up in our neck of the woods here in the thumb, it's dead. There's one it's pull. It's dead, yeah. And That's too bad. You're talking to the guy who puts on that pull. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, the Great Lakes Classic, and we're it. Well, well you're in yours, too. Yeah, yeah, think maybe we could maybe head up to Canada and put a pull on up there? Actually, that's an area where antique pulling is still going very strong. Is right over in Canada, the Ontario vintage tractor pullers yeah. have a very that's strong following. Yeah, uh, well, Gary Gary Sanderson, who comes and pulls NATPA yeah. with us, he's he's involved with those guys over there and keeps you know. There's a lot going on actually for the for them across the river. Yeah, but he's a mushhead from way up there, eh, you know. Yeah, they don't even have Timmy's up there. It ain't worth shit. Freaking hoser. Beauty. <laughs> You don't even know what it. Well, yeah, you probably been to a Timmy's now. You've been out here because we don't have Dunkin' Donuts around here. It's all Timmy Hose. Oh, there's one now. Yeah, at the North End. Have you ever seen someone at it though? No. <laughs> the one on the no, South End only lasted a year. Not back bacon. I'm sorry. I just, I just want a donut. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, really, the antique scene in Michigan. You know what? I think it's a good point to call something out, Charles. Pulling as a whole in Michigan is not in the best of shape. You know, we got two uh, state clubs that are doing decent, but uh, Wolverines really hurting for numbers, our NTPA club. Yeah. And uh, the antique scene's really, really in rough shape, too. So Michigan's not the stronghold of pulling it used to be. No, it's... Yeah, and I, with the, the farming economy and stuff and our future president, I, I don't know either what our future is going to be. Just tractor pulling in a hole, what's going to happen? You know, guys might really tighten up their belts and as they're talking our farm economy, you know, even in the Midwest here, they're talking, you know, two to three years, we're going to have to live with some low prices for a while. Yeah, it's... it's a, well, it's the a crops time. I grow, I'd never have to worry about that. You know, when you sell by the ounce, it's not a big deal. That's true. <laughs> That know. oregano is pretty good shit you got. <laughs> <laughs> Works great in a good uh, marinara sauce. The family it loves it every time I make spaghetti. They're always in a great mood afterwards. <laughs> but he's just all chill, giggling at the movie. <laughs> and they just keep eating and eating. It's the damnedest thing. 
Now let's crush some Doritos in this. This will be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Back to back to what we're talking about Michigan pulling. I do notice that at least here in, in tighter into Southeast Michigan, the economy has turned around. We were we were at Mississippi levels of. Uh, lack of anything going on for the longest time and it's starting to turn around in right. metro detroit but that hasn't really transferred or translated out into the uh, rural areas at all yet and people in the urban areas who do have the money to maybe spend on something and do this there's so much in this state we've had this conversation with nate drab a lot to compete for your time and attention you want the cabin up north to go hunting at or you want to have a boat there's more boats in michigan you know, per capita than anywhere else in the world. There's all these other things to do uh, that compete for your time and money. So I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, around here too, a lot of my friends and stuff too. I think just like you say, everybody's got a cabin on the lake somewhere with, like you say, the boat, and the the bike, and the whole nine yards. So you guys have lakes I guess out it's just there. Whatever your choice is, like you say, by the time you think it's dead and gone, you'll go to like the Pennsylvania or Tunica, Mississippi. It's like holy shit. I guess I'm not the only one out there, am I? No. That's the neat part about getting out and traveling around the country is to know that there is there is strength for the sport out there. It's just, you know, I hate to say it, it, where we're at here, it's not so much. Tunica's my next stop for next year. I already got my costume picked out. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Dare I ask? That's I, Late 70s pre-heart attack Elvis. Uh, Western United States, too, but it just, you know, when the time comes, guys figure out what it's going to cost for the arena and stuff and get people involved to help. It just it doesn't happen. Yeah, getting sufficient, getting it, actually, finding help I don't think is so bad. Finding reliable, knowledgeable, quality help is darn near impossible. I mean, right. look at us. We're the ones doing the Great, Great Lakes Classic, and we're far from knowledgeable and quality at all. <laughs> yeah, but you're good looking. That helps. You are so full of shit, your eyes are brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I should quit looking at them, but they're just... Anyways. Uh... Oh, yeah, why, why are you looking at my brown eye? You better explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, wife took pictures, and anyway, so that's where that went. <laughs> this is why there's passwords on cell phones. <laughs> yes. What a man won't do to go tractor pulling. <laughs> oh, by the way, a uh, little tip to follow along with that joke. Do not look up tractor pulling in the Urban Dictionary. That's a great one. It's horrible. You've never tried it? Oh, I've looked. It's, yeah, I, the thought's paralyzing. I started my first job down here, and I was looking up, it was Illinois State Fair Rules or something like that, and it was the damnedest transvestite dirty website I've ever seen in my entire life. And about that time, my boss comes in. Usually, I'm pulling every damn wire I can find the many walks in the door. He goes, what are you doing? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Trying to look up tractor pulling rules, which I really actually was. We discussed this before. I actually found a video of this, Charles. I mean, if you want to watch it sometime. You you went so far as to actually find visual (laughs) references and bookmark them and present them. It was a good thing at the time. Present them as Exhibit B for Brown. You know what? I mean, <laughs> no, no. I I like covering all forms of pulling. <laughs> well, you just go well, pull on that. If you're, if you're stroking it, you're pulling it. So. 
Here, uh, I will uh, screenshot this and uh, message it to you right now, Bob, so that way you have it, because it's, it's pretty amazing stuff right here. Now, cons- well, I, I, considering I that there's a, there, considering <laughs> there's a one-inch piece of the drawbar that's actually pushing on the hook, isn't it tractor pushing? <laughs> no, because it's tug-of-war style. I've never known a sled to pull back. <laughs> if it's an older version, it looks like a guy pushing a sled with a rope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Hey, one thing I want to tell you guys that, uh, yeah, we went ahead and we got uh, finally Murphy Motorsports uh, supplies. We got them on our website now, advertising. Yeah. And uh, we made a deal with. Uh, I don't know if you ever guys heard of TractorJoe.com. Yeah. Um, I worked a deal with them. They're, we're going to advertise for them on our website, and in return, if you're an NATPA member, you're going to get 15% off of any of their items. Oh, that's awesome deal. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. we got to get you lined up with Dion Bliss, get him uh, involved with uh, Red Haw. There you go. Yeah, get some more new merchandise out there, some discounts maybe. Absolutely. Well, exactly. And again, it's a little bit more incentive again to restrict guys. You know, if they join and stuff, it, you get a little bit more than just a half the end of the year. You know. Yeah, put something into it for the. They're Murphy is a con and put something into the sport uh, that benefits the pullers directly. So I encourage everyone to to follow along with that and go check them out and, and support their business. Absolutely, they do everything from antiques all the way up to uh, super farms parts. You know. In fact, the uh, the pull that we're going to have in Waterloo in February tenth, eleventh, we're going to have. Uh, uh, Murphy Motors, Steiner, Tractor Parts, and uh, Alderson Tire Cutting and Alderson Tractors are going to be our sponsors this year. Nice. Excellent. So, If only you guys could get a decent announcer. I know. I, it's going to be hard. That's what she said. <laughs> Not very long she said it, but she, I did hear a whisper it, yeah. <laughs> You know what? You guys always have your NATPA merchandise for sale, too. And actually, I had a laugh. Uh, what was it? At Shiawassee, I ordered a zip-up hoodie for my wife. Because I've got mine. We I think we all got them from, uh, what was it, like two years ago when it was freezing cold. We got drunk and put a four-wheeler, allegedly, on a wobble-wheel roller. Um, but I wear mine around all the time. It's great for the spring and, you know, for the fall and that. And I said hey i want to buy one, you know buy one for my wife my wife goes i'm not gonna wear that I, I, i'm not gonna wear that she wears that thing every goddamn day in the house like it's going out of style so uh i guess if it's proved by her you know make sure everybody gets on gets uh, online uh what is it natpa.org yeah okay, like you say um get bored look at natpa and you'll see another site that's also natpa it's like the national asian professors association <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's also the NATPA. So once in a while, I'll get stuff on my thing. I'm like, what in the hell is this? All of a sudden, the guy opened up the tray of the spoons and forks and just dropped them on the floor. But that's another story. <laughs> so, um, kind of stepping a little out of bounds here, but yeah, we are looking at different jackets this year. Uh, we're going to try to go to like uh, Tractor Supply or Tyson's or a store like that that supplies Carhartt jackets, and we're going to try to get a better quality jacket this year, too, for the points. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right, Bob. So to clarify, the polling is natpa.com. If you go to natpa.org, you're going to get the North American Taiwanese Professors Association. <laughs> I've been a member for years. <laughs> How was the annual meeting at the Crown Point Plaza Hotel in Foster City, California? They're all four or five plus. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it says the annual meeting for them is coming up in July, so we'll have to talk to them about the Division 5 minus. Is that going to yeah, run into Princeton, though? Them up. That might interfere with Princeton. They might need to reschedule that. Oh, darn. Oh. Yeah, we can work out something. <laughs> well, let me see if I can find the contacts. Let's see. Who's, who's in charge of that? Uh... Uh, illustrious the organization. Father invented the Menorah spreader. Shit flung high. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey, I know. I read a book by his brother one time. It was called Spots on the Wall by Who Flung Shit. Oh, yes, that's the one. That's the family. So the president is Chung Chi Lee. Uh, oh, sorry. Of, cor of course, it's a Gmail address. <laughs> oh no! Wait, no, I don't. No, hold on, hold on. I can't. I can't make this shit up. The vice president is Hung Bin Ding. <laughs> Goddamn right he is. <laughs> uh, he's also the chair of the committee on public affairs. Ooh, ooh. Just don't bend over in front of him. <laughs> if you drop your car keys, kick him all the way into the parking lot. He loved you long time. <laughs> Okay, now the president of the NATP is a racist. That's great. <laughs> That's all right. They'll be uh, um, calling you to uh, guest on to deface the nation on Sunday. There you go. Do you care to answer these charges, sir? What? what? I can just hear the rules, meeting. Can you believe what Bob DeBerg said on that radio show? Everybody was making a big old deal. These guys want us to put blower motors in a Division One tractor on steel wheels. Do you believe this shit? They are serious about this. How dare they? We don't even want kill switches. They want us to put blower motors. I can't afford to do this. My pension comes in at $300 a month. I can't afford to do that. What is your problem? What a waste of precious natural resources. I demand an investigation. Mutiny, I say. <laughs> that Bob DeBerg's uh, gotta go. He's perverted. He's racist. He's just like that Donald Trump guy, and I can't stand either, so... Oh, wait, never mind. That's a liberal. We don't have any of them polling. Yes. Breaking news. A new proposal for Division One from a uh, guy named Albert Gore requiring catalytic converters on all tractors. Well, at least the polls we can do in the wintertime will be warmer. <laughs> Pine salt scent fuel edited for everybody. Uh, more kind of sort on the subject. Um, no, I was going <laughs> to tell you guys, too, for the, the championship poll, uh, we've got a little money to play with. We're going to head. You know, these guys, they'll, they'll pull all year. They're not in the points, but they actually win the championship poll itself, and they don't get nothing. So we're going to give out plaques this year and start doing that again. Nice. We used to do that years ago, and then we went broke. So now we got some money. We're going to start doing that again. Shoo, must be nice. I mean, hell, Sidetrack program can't pay our listeners anymore. And they're buying plaques for people. Hell, yes. <sighs> what are we doing wrong? Playing play the board, boys. I think they need to make us, Charles, they need to make us the official announcers to the NATPA. 
that could happen. <laughs> and <laughs> after that articulate statement. I don't know which place he's at. Okay, Scott, there's $7. Now here's Bambi. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, sorry. Okay, that's $3,500. Actually, on my way over here, my wife goes, you know, is there anything else you can do for, you know, to generate more money in the winter? Because, well, you know, the announcing dies down. I go, well, there's snowmobiles. Or I go, you know, I really could go to auctioneer school. But I go, I think I figured out what my true calling for the winter is. She goes, what's that? I go, I need to be a DJ at a strip club. Oh, absolutely. She goes, well, well like- you really think you get- no, you can't. I go, I've got the face for it. I'm a guy stuck in a booth in the back that nobody's ever going to pay attention to. It's perfect. All they're going to see is your gleaming eyes. And she goes, well, you're going to be around naked women all the time. And I go, and tell me a downside. <laughs> How come you smell like sweat and baby powder? <laughs> You'd be the first one in history that actually enunciates their words. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Mercedes. Um, That's original. Yeah. Mom started naming you after stuff she could never afford. Satandra, you're up next. (laughs) Look at her go with only one leg. Hey, give it up for her. Hey, oh, she fell down again. Sorry. Actually, that's... in it. I, I didn't plan on doing it at Bisco, so there goes one like a stripper <laughs> bit, but uh, we can make it work. Hell yes. So, and with his, with his change in career decision, I recommend that you invest in Lysol wipes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start gargling bleach for a living. <laughs> no, you better use gasoline. <laughs> ah, it gives me heartburn. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I hate to imagine some of those places what they look like in Michigan, but that's another. You probably have some nice establishments. Oh yeah, they're right down next to the airport. Yeah, it's one, and uh, actually, there's this beautiful, beautiful street. I mean, just gorgeous. It's called Eight Mile. I mean, just a beautiful road. One side's Detroit, the other side Warren, and all the way down. Just gorgeous. And that's where the ball clubs are located. Nice. Not Actually, really. we went for a buddy's bachelor party, and I will not name his name, but you know him. He got married in September here, and I know he listens to the program. So I will not mention Nick Yake's name whatsoever. But uh, we went to a club. Actually, one uh, allegedly Meyer and I have gone to before down there. And uh, they changed ownership. It it was surprising. I mean, such a deeply rooted community invested business, such as what was it, shooters or scores? Scores. Scores. You know, very I'm very invested. Scabs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the new name. And I walked up, and it's all black people. And there's a party bus of 30 redneck tractor pullers down here. Perfect. They pat us down. I got more action off the bouncer patting me down than I did any of the strip clubs the entire night. (laughs) (laughs) That guy reached for a cup and he started snickering. I go, don't laugh. Your mom sure likes it. (laughs) We didn't get into the club. (laughs) (laughs) 
You didn't get to discuss D21s, huh? No, actually, we did get through, and we walked in the door, and it was lined up, and we looked in, and we would have been the only white people ever in there. And we're like, yeah, it's time for us to go. Thanks yeah, for your cover charge. See you. Come again. Oh, no, we never even got to the point we give cover charge. But I'm sure you got well, lots we of them establishments around Waterloo. Had a good time, but we went and we stayed. They didn't know if we were crazy or rich, so we went with both. I got the crazy part down. Charles, you can say you're in the financial bu- business, and that'll... Yeah, that ain't going to work no. for us. Nope. I'd be one of those guys they talk about who throws themselves off of a, a rooftop onto a street in New York. Nice. Well, Hillary didn't make it, I guess. (laughs) So that's all we have for tonight. I mean... uh, No, I apologize. There ain't much really new and exciting here. Just working, no play. No, no, you're you're fine. We just... We really had nothing planned again for this week. And, well, you're the only one who responded to our messages when we called out. I mean, we we messaged Bill Voorhees. We had... uh, Larry Kester on, you know, line, tried to get him lined up. Uh, Randy Petro, um, you know, Brett Berg, and nobody responded. So we went all the way down to Bob DeBerg, because, well, concerning the last person I got to in the alphabet was close enough. So. Hey, what the hell? I guess we'll call Bob. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ain't got no life. He pulls antique tracks and shit. He'll call. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds oh, okay. me... Yes, yes, I'll tell you all about my stock WC. You bet. How are you? Hey, well, how are you? Hey. Which reminds me, we just got a call about your John Deere B. Um, they say you need to bring 10 gallons of gas this time. The rubber line rotted off the carburetor, and it's leaking excessively. That's not good. No, so you might want to get over there and get that taken. Maybe hopefully finish up your poll sometime in the next 30 years. I wonder if I'm in the money yet. (laughs) Last I heard, you can still pull the clutch and go back for a second attempt. (laughs) I don't accept my first pull. (laughs) Test puller here tonight, Bob DeBerg, unstyled John Deere B. (laughs) <laughs> okay, the stat bar is now open. Uh, <laughs> the basket weaving contest going on down the street if you want to go to that and come back. Bob DeBerg turns down his first run. He's going to come back in, in the bottom of the order. <laughs> I actually went to a tractor pull like that and bless his heart. Yeah, he all the way down the track after two and a half hours. He clutches it, the front weight falls off. (laughs) 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 There's people sitting in the stands going violent. The whole crowd is like, oh, God. (laughs) Sled operator got bored, pulled the sled forward a little, unhooked it. (laughs) Went and got lunch, came back back up to it. (laughs) Over up or off. This sounds like Spike. It really does. Yeah, totally. We have a guy up here. Yeah, we got time for this because we got nothing else. But uh, we have a guy up here by the name of Spike. He's got three teeth. Total. And uh, Coke bottle glasses are thinner than his glasses. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he, you want to be this guy's best friend, go to Walmart. 
Go to the aisle where they sell mailboxes and that. Buy a sheet of mailbox letters and give it to him. He'll go ecstatic. He's got, what is it, a 90... Massey Ferguson 98? No, it's 90, 85, 85. 85, yeah. With 23-1, 26s, or like Something 28, like Rice and Canes on it. Oh, that'll hook up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what type of clay tracks we have. Those are perfect for it. <laughs> well, he's been doing it for that way for 40 years, and he hasn't ripped the lug off yet. No, no, that's his newer tractor. That's his newer tractor. But the entire hood is covered in mailbox letters with different sayings that nobody quite understands, but Spike loves. I like it. Including the story about how he hit on the Daily Four in 1987. Oh, yeah, won like $1,000. That's taped on there, too. And Spike's got a girlfriend with their date of, you know... I guess when he bought binoculars and was able to see her, I don't know, you know. And Spike, don't get me wrong, Spike's a cool, nice guy. He's just different. And uh, there's right. a story. She looked into her eyes and she caught on fire from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a member of the Burville Lions Club, as is Spike, and that's where he lives, is right in Burville. It's, what, eight miles north of Armada. So Spike, every year, comes to the Armada Fair. And I can't remember who told me this story, so I will just say I'm protecting the innocent by not mentioning their name. But guy was telling me, he goes, Spike at one point had a Minneapolis Moline like UB he pulled. Then he had the Massey. Well, Spike had both tractors at the fair, you know, and he was pulling them. And Spike doesn't have a driver's license. Spike's never had a driver's license. So Spike doesn't have a truck. Spike does not have a trailer. So, when you head out of the fairgrounds, North Avenue is the north-south road. It runs all the way from Burrville all the way down into Detroit. Damn near. And it's a busy road. A very, very busy road. And traffic gets backed up a little bit. But once you get out of Armada, it clears out, you know, because everybody goes, gone. Well, there's this guy who's going, it's backed up. Uh, beyond the first curve, which is like a mile and a half up the road. It is backed up solid. So he finally gets up there. Here's Spike. He's got one tractor following the other. He'd hop on the first tractor, pull it up about 100 yards, run back to the second tractor, hop on, pull it into gear, drive it up to the first one, hop off, jump on the first one, move it over ahead another 100 yards, Repeat process for eight miles <laughs> on the busiest road leaving the fair. Hey, does he want to be a board member? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's... Oh, bless his heart. That'd well, be a long day, wouldn't it? He, he, according to lettering on the Massey, he lives on a place called the Get Down Farm, and that's what he does when he gets home because traffic wants to kill him. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Spike. And the best part about Spike is you got to be there Sunday afternoon after the poll is done. Because Saturday night they do their live band. Used to be Monkey Grinder. They got somebody else in there, which really pissed me off because Monkey Grinder is simply amazing. And if you don't know Monkey Grinder, you just got to come to the Armada Fair. That's the end of the story. Okay. And But every Sunday after the poll's done is karaoke. Oh, God. Spike, oh, who you can understand three words. 
is up there singing Merle Haggard and Johnny Cash. I'm like, you just got to sit there and just... Will someone please stop torturing this cat? (laughs) Every year. T-Bass is alive. You know, there are three things guaranteed at Armada. Tractor pulls, hangovers, and spike. <laughs> I have to explain a thing about a pull where a guy used to do things. By this is definitely out there, but yeah, he used to do things with a fruit jar. With that, we're going to end the show. We, yeah. Bob, you stay on the line. I got to hear the end of this one. Charles, you got anything else for tonight? I'm good, sir. Nick? I'm good. Bob? Yeah, I'm also very good. <laughs> All right. This is Sidetracked on Pulling Radio. Have a good night. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Get out my trailer. I want you out. <laughs>